Hey everyone, and welcome to another episode of Nothing About You Says Computer Technology, a podcast about cybersecurity and data privacy viewed through the lens of diverse voices. Today we'll be talking about cybersecurity in the news, and we also have some Protect Your Neck news. Next, we take a short break from cybersecurity to talk about the legacy of Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. And finally, we'll be handing out a cybersecurity award. I'm your host, Anthony, a cybersecurity, data privacy, and regulatory attorney based in Oklahoma City. While I am a lawyer, I am not your lawyer, and this podcast should not be considered legal advice. Instead, think of this as a conversation between two friends. But if you need legal advice, please, please, please find a local lawyer that can help you. So let's turn our attention to some news stories. Our first story comes from the Washington Post. Senator Mark Warner from Virginia, who will be the incoming Senate Intelligence Chair, has stated that Congress will consider whether to require companies and government agencies to disclose when they have been breached. There currently is not a federal breach notification law. Instead, when a company suffers a breach, a company is required to comply with a mismatch of 50 different state breach notification laws. The problem with leaving breach notification up to the states is that there are some instances where a company may only be required to report a breach to only some of their victims. So let me give you an example. A company is a victim of a data breach, and the information that is exposed are fingerprints that the company collects. The company would be required to report the breach in Illinois because that state defines personal data to include biometric information, but not in Oklahoma which doesn't define personal data to include fingerprints or any other biometric information. Having a federal standard would likely help people who live in states with underwhelming breach notification laws. Following Facebook and Twitter's ban of President Trump and renewed efforts to remove users who post about and promote violence, there has been an increase of users moving to encrypted messaging apps, Telegram and Signal, which cannot be as easily monitored as social media platforms, according to the New York Times. Another effect of the social media ban is that while these groups are still organizing armed marches on state capitals and at the offices of tech companies like Google, Facebook, and Twitter, these groups have begun to splinter, no longer being able to organize on a single platform. While some see this as having a crippling effect on organizing, it could also have the opposite effect by making it harder to predict these marches and harder to investigate and prosecute any criminal activity. Our final story comes from TechCrunch. A security flaw in Amazon's Ring neighbor app was exposing the precise location and home addresses of people who posted to the app. When you make a post on the neighbor's app, it does not provide the name of the poster or their location. However, this vulnerability made it possible to retrieve the location data of users. This information was not visible when people posted. Instead, this information could be taken from Ring's server. Ring has stated that it has fixed this issue. However, this appears to be the second time that people were able to access location information for users. We also have some Protect Your Neck news. During this segment, We talk about current scams you should be aware of and other vulnerabilities that you need to address. Think of this as Patch Tuesday and a cybersecurity incident report rolled all into one. 
The Federal Bureau of Investigation issued a warning of ongoing voice phishing attacks, attempting to steal corporate accounts and credentials for networking access from U.S. and international-based employees. So what is voice phishing? This is where a person attempts to impersonate a trusted company or person in order to get their potential victim to drop their guard and persuade their targets into revealing sensitive information, such as login credentials. According to Bleeping Computer, this attack is increasing because of the number of employees working from home. During these attacks, criminals try to trick the targeted employee into logging into a phishing webpage that the criminal controls to harvest usernames and passwords. This is the second time that the FBI has provided a warning about voice phishing since the pandemic has started. Hopefully, the second time is the charm and people don't fall victim to this attack. Our second piece of Protect Your Neck news comes from ZDNet. Google has removed 164 Android apps from the Google Play Store after security researchers found that these apps were bombarding users with out-of-context ads. Out-of-context ads are ads that appear when you are not using the app. Google has banned these types of apps and has repeatedly had to take down large numbers of these apps from its Play Store. We will include a link in the show notes for where you can find the full list of these apps. If you have downloaded any of these apps, you should delete the app immediately. So please, please, please stay safe out there. Or as the Wu-Tang Clan tells us, watch your step, kid, and protect your neck. So let's talk about our main topic today. I am recording this podcast on January 18th, which is Martin Luther King Jr. Day. I thought it would be appropriate to talk about the significance of this day and his legacy. Most know of the March on Washington, and your social media feeds are probably full of quotes from Dr. King's I Have a Dream speech. But Dr. King also fought for poor people and for workers' rights, and for that, he was hated. According to an early 1968 Harris poll, Dr. King had a disapproval rating of nearly 75%. The life of MLK reminds me that doing the right thing can be hard and costly. That people may not support you, but ultimately, if it is the right thing to do, you must do it. As Dr. King stated, he who passively accepts evil is as much involved in it as he who helps to perpetrate it. He who accepts evil without protesting against it is really cooperating with it. Finally, I would be remiss if I did not mention Coretta Scott King, who after the death of her husband formed the Martin Luther King Jr. Center for Nonviolent Social Change. At a time when most of us would be only able to grieve She worked to train tens of thousands of people in Dr. King's philosophy and methods and was the catalyst for this holiday. Our final segment today is our cybersecurity awards. This week, I have one award I want to hand out, and it's the Biggie Smalls Mo Money Mo Problem Award. This award goes to the Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency, which will be receiving more money from the Biden administration to improve security monitoring and incidents response. 
the Biden administration is calling for $690 million for the agency as part of roughly $10 billion in cybersecurity funding in the administration's first coronavirus relief package. But this money isn't just coming from the kindness of anyone's heart. The country is facing serious cybersecurity threats. So I guess it's the more problems we come across, the more money these agencies will see. Thank you so much for joining us today on Nothing About You Says Computer Technology. Please subscribe, rate, and review us on iTunes, Stitcher, and Spotify. You can also visit the show's website at nothingaboutyou.com. I'm your host, Anthony, and I'll see everyone next week.